today we're talking about blackface again. Again? I mean, Can you believe it? Justin Trudeau, he's serious, man. And what it means to be a traveller, right? This is an important point, Nigel. Yeah, absolutely. So what it means to be a traveller, what sort of traveller are you? And maybe what makes you that kind of traveller? like it. I like it. Right, let's jump into this. Right, so Justin Trudeau okay. and blackface. I mean... Firstly, like why? Well, I don't know. Something's happened. Something's in the water right now because this must be the fourth instance r- recently um, where we've seen something about blackface, right? Yeah. You know, so. I mean, we, we dealt with blackface a few, yeah, a few episodes back. And we thought we, we'd dealt we with it. We thought we dealt well. with it. We thought, well, we'll <laughs> we make, thought it was done. Yeah, we, we thought we were a blackface free zone. Yeah. Uh, but it just, it just keeps popping just up. just had to come back. And, and weirdly enough, um, in our last episode, we were talking a little bit about um, Holland, about travelling right. in Holland, and there That's was another. Right. And also, I went away to Saint Leonard's on Sea, which is on the south coast of England. Yeah. Uh, yeah and yeah. while I was there, I went to Hastings, which is which is right next to it, just okay. a mile or two down the coast. Yeah, this is uh, the south east. Uh, yeah, south east coast of, of yeah, England. Of England. Yeah. yeah. Um, thought you know I'll I'll do a bit of sightseeing around there. Yeah. Looked into a shop window. And saw this poster advertising the Hastings Bonfire Society okay. with a couple of geezers just just black blacked up on it. You what? Just blacked up on it in yeah. a shop window. In the shop well. window, yeah. It was a sort of I don't know what shop it was, but it was a <laughs> so distressing. Man. Yeah, and you I mean you can have so a look on our. I, I put it up on Twitter, put it up on Instagram. Um, so These that people was, are not serious. Yeah, they we, are not we spoke serious about at it. All. We spoke about it, didn't we? In the, yeah. the, um, in Lewis, which is a little further along the coast, yeah. they've got this annual bonfire and there's been a big uh, hoo-ha about that because they've been blacking up for that. And apparently they decided not to do it. Okay. Um, yeah. But there are these bonfire societies all around the, all around England yeah. who like to black their faces up. Oh, you know? So we spoke about that. So yeah, that was course, in the news. Yeah. I saw that. Amsterdam. And then, yeah, yeah, then, then we're talking about Amsterdam. Like a red thread of racism. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's this thing about Zwarte Piet. Is that how you pronounce it? Okay. Yeah, so Black Piet, which is a... Yeah, Mr. Black Piet. Yeah, yeah. which is uh, a sort of custom in the Netherlands, That's or in right. Holland. That's right. Um, where around Christmas festivities, they'll black somebody up. Oh, um, and they'll have a... They they say it's just tradition. It's just a bit of fun. He's been down the chimney with Santa. Down the chimney, and that's apparently the justification for him having a black face. But wow. but they've got a curly wig and big red lips as well. Gosh. So I don't know how you know Gosh. how they can just you just say what well, he's he's just. I'm a, speechless. I am. I mean, it's just a, you can hear I'm the exasperation. Speechless. I think in our voices, it's I'm just tired. You know, yeah, tired of just <laughs> what's going on here. So the, 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 you have Zwarte Pete. Then I turn the TV on one day. Yeah. This week. And there's a discussion on daytime TV in England on the main daytime TV show right. with a Morris dancer, these okay. traditional English dancers who as well black their faces up. Oh, um, again, arguing that it's just tradition <laughs> um, and it's not, you know, and it's, it's to do with not being recognised. That old chestnut, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. Just tradition. They should say that in businesses. It's like, we're not going to hire more diverse talent because it's traditional. It's just, we don't, you know, we've never done it We've before. never done it before. <laughs> Why are we going to bother with it now? And, and then tr- then Trudeau, to top it all the next Come on, dude. Yeah, I don't know. What do you make Justin of it? Justin Trudeau. Make, what's your well, take on it? You know, I, I, obviously I'm not a Canadian citizen, so I only know Trudeau from, you know, seeing him on the television and he's very well spoken. I think he's got a great team that knows how to 
work on his personal branding. But something like this, I'd say, is unforgivable. Because there wasn't one instance. Yeah. There was three so far. Yeah. And he doesn't know how many. And he doesn't know are. how many other yeah. instances there has been. So he's obviously a little bit concerned that he's had maybe a few kind of legless Friday nights <laughs> where he's blacked himself <laughs> up. <laughs> you, you know, do. Yeah, he's yeah, out yeah. there. He's out there on the streets of Canada. <laughs> and it's just, it's embarrassing for him. I like the fact that he's acknowledged it. Yeah. He said, look, this was racist. It's not okay. It's not a good enough. But is that enough? Yeah. This I'll, is someone, you know, he's a world leader. Yeah. Wow. You know, we do not, don't get me wrong. Like, we can sometimes think that people that appear to be good people are always good people with everything they do. And this is a classic example of, yes, you appear to be good, but no one's perfect, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you as well. I'm in the sense that I'm I'm happy that he's apologised. I'm not saying that that's enough or yeah. that he forgives it. Right. But it's good that he's apologised, you know. And I think there's a contrast between that and, you know, this is a Brexit-free zone. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just okay. going to mention. We've Bo- got to get onto Brexit yeah. at some point. We, maybe we not do. this episode. Yeah, I'm just going to mention Boris Johnson. Yeah, just, just, oh, just for a second, because yeah. obviously he's made some. Yeah, he's our prime minister. He's our prime minister. He made some terrible he's racist politics. Yeah, um, I think you just objectively racist uh, comments in the past. He's talked about Definitely. people coming from Bongo Bongo land. Ridiculous. Um, talking about Africa. Ridiculous. Um, Embarrassing. Yeah, said some stuff about pickaninnies and uh, Muslim women looking like. Um, was it uh, letterboxes? Wow. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, he made Burke. that comment some time ago. Uh, and he and he just won't apologise. Yeah. You Disgraceful. Know, he, yeah, he just justifies it's it. Just so, you know, I don't want to sort of Boris bash necessarily, but um, at least Trudeau accepted that this is wrong. I shouldn't mm. have done it. Mm. Um, it's a start. I, yeah, he, I think he said that if, um, you know, given the historically racist connotations of blackface yeah. it's unacceptable to yeah. do it so that's I think that's a good thing at least that he's apologised you know whether or not that's enough mm. is, is another question yeah and and also it's election time for Canada right so there's, is, there's, yeah. there's that and I think the question is is he saying it because he's uh, you know he's concerned about the election yeah. or does he genuinely mean it it's really hard to say. Justin Trudeau is the kind of person that he's very hard to read. Yeah. You know, he's very prim and proper and he knows exactly what to say at the right time. I'd like to think that he does mean it and he is disgraced by his behaviour. But one of the pictures, the Arabian Nights picture, yeah. which I think is back but in that, 2001. Which is brown face, actually. Which is the brown, brown face, right? Was I mean he was twenty nine years old at the time so <laughs> yeah. sheesh if you don't know at twenty nine that blackface is not a good idea then uh, I'm not sure that questions a, a bit about his character yeah, yeah absolutely and his judgment his and his judgment, judgment. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah it's strange because there seems to be a few different types of blackface out there pretty different yeah, uses so there seems to be the sort of fancy dress one so woeful so, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean not I mean they're all terrible but there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a fancy dress right, one where okay, it's just yeah. oh just. So there's the um, there's the Arabian Knights stroke dressing up like some like I don't know I'm I'm mimicking someone somebody who who's is famous. darker skin yeah, or, or famous yeah, right exactly okay. there seems to be that so there's that okay or brown face yeah there's the other sort of traditional a few yeah. traditional ones right. there's the so one like I'm Black Pete Black right. Pete yeah Black Pete or the Spanish the... yeah the Black Pete yeah but then you've got the wig and the lips and that's obviously yeah. you know yeah. mimicking and derogatory derogatory yeah yeah completely so there's that there's the other one we spoke about in Spain mm. where you've got the three kings parade that's right. yeah. where it that's seems right. to be 
almost well, we couldn't find a black person yeah, yeah. so we've just blacked somebody up <laughs> yeah, okay but i mean i guess at least there's no wig and lips you know but it's oh, but but, but still you're blacking up wow and you know you, you seem you seem to think that that's acceptable mm. um mm. and then there's a morris dancing one again which right, you, which right. then people seem to be arguing is linked to tradition okay. and it's to do with just disguising your face yeah but if we lived in a vacuum and there was no historical context to any of this, mm. it might be okay. But it's not okay. But it's not okay. It's not okay. It's but a blind spot in our society. I think it is. I th- it is. And it's just, you know, there's a historical context here about how blackface has been used to deride black people, to caricature black people. Right, right. Uh, and I think it's important that people understand that. Yeah. And, and understand that it's not, it's not acceptable to do it. And, you know, we said it before, we were taking a bit of a... I wouldn't say a humorous look at it, but just, mm. we were just saying, just do something else. Exactly. Just do something. Just do just something, do something else. else. Just move away from this imagery. It's it's upsetting. It's it deplorable in many circumstances. And whether it is the Arabian Nights connotation of blackface or the Morris dancer, they all go into the same bucket, they do. in my opinion. They do. Right. They do. It's just it's just the same thing that we need to eradicate. We can't remove it from our history. But we can remove it from modern day life. You know, we don't have to keep repeating um, the the sins of the past. Absolutely, right? yeah. we can put it to bed. And it cuts into that that thing where, you know, you're visiting somewhere, yeah, and someone's potentially only experience or image of a black person. They've never met right. anybody before. Yeah, yeah all they've yeah. done is seen Black Pete. Okay. And they think, well, they think that these caricatures of black people, of people of colour are true. Yeah. And they're correct. And, you know, that's the, that's the thing that we're battling against. And I think that's the thing that makes it difficult for us as we navigate our lives and move around. Mm. is these negative images and negative stereotypes of people of colour. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, it, and it's this idea of, as you say, like when a black person does travel to these uh, villages and towns and countries and those communities haven't engaged with many black people, that's the assumption yeah. that they're going to have, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, that's, uh, and that's a shame. Yeah, That's absolutely. a shame. We, we should be able to move beyond that now. So we are definitely tired of talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> My God. But, I mean, in, in contrast, like I've, I've spent a little bit of time in Toronto a few okay. years back. It was multicultural in the most part. I had a great time. I didn't encounter any racism. I could be invisible in most places. There is a curiosity around culture and and difference, I found. And of course, there are always your bad apples. But overall, actually, it was fine. So you had a great, you you had a good experience in Canada. Yeah, I had a good experience. And and it it was a, you know, it it still is a very, uh, it's kind of a growing city, right? The population is growing at, at breakneck speed. So I think it's only going to become more and more diverse. And there's lots of diaspora in Toronto. I yeah. think, you know, just, just shy of half of um, kind of Canadian citizens uh, in Toronto there are, are immigrants, you okay. know, have come from somewhere. So I think that's a really interesting stat. Um, and I, yeah, generally I, I, I liked it. So 
I wouldn't necessarily be concerned about traveling to Toronto or yeah. maybe some places in Canada. I think you probably still need to be concerned. Maybe it's, yeah. you know, I'm not sure, uh, you know, it, it's kind of similar to America, right? The landmass is so large. It is, yeah. I'm sure it's a, it's a very, uh, very diverse country. And right. uh, Yeah. But we will be we'll be doing some travel guides and things as we well. We will be, yeah. You know, our website's in development at the moment. That's so we'll right. be doing some guides. We'll talk um, about that. Yeah, talking a little bit about people's experiences of different places. A little red yeah. X's on the map. <laughs> Don't go to this don't little go town. Here, don't go here. Don't go down this street. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we want that level of intel. We need your help to do that, of course, right? Absolutely. You know, we need the listeners to plug in, and we've got some interviews in the pipeline for the, later this year, so that'd be really exciting as well. Yeah. So, are we, Frank, are we done with um, black? Can we? Uh, let's just put it to bed. Yeah. Okay. Let's put it to bed. I'm kind of tired of talking about it, but also, I think where we know where we are with this and I think it's really important as black travellers as people of colour who are travelling around the world you know we want to do it safely so call out instances of this you know in a constructive way if you see uh, a poster of black face associated with a brand or if you see individuals who are blacked up it's like it's worth having a discussion with them you know I don't think it's about a, a, a movement on this but I do think it's about visibility on why this is uh, wrong and, yeah. and just the optics of this in general just are, are not good at all. Absolutely. Okay. Right. We're so gonna, we're going to move on. Moving on. Moving on. Move that rant first. over. <laughs> <laughs> Done and dusted. A very fair rant, though. Yeah, I think very so. Very fair rant. I think so. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit now about the type of traveller that you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what do you mean by that? So type. What What are types of travellers? What yeah, does that mean? Yeah. So in a sense, I mean. How big is our world? You know, how what do we? Okay. What, what's our perspective like? Yeah, do do right. we? You know, when you travel abroad, do you do you do it with a a really adventurous mind? Okay. You know, yeah. do you know? Do you like to go off and explore the the unexplored in a sense, yeah. or do you play go it a hiking little? And yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, or do you play it a little more safely? Mm, you know, we spoke about this before. Do you? Will you get what we'll call in the UK a package deal? Maybe. Yeah. That's you know, right. an all inclusive where you're pretty much in the compound yeah the to time. stay on the resort and yeah. your drinks and your food are taken care of and that's it maybe you do a day's excursion somewhere yeah. or something like that but pretty much it's pretty safe mm. or do you uh, you know book your flight yeah book it I mean I've got a friend who I mean he might book one night okay and um, he'll go to I don't know, he was in Nicaragua nice recently. very nice books one night accommodation then he's just free he's just go he's just seen what happens wow yeah it's an interesting way to travel, and I think social conditioning comes into it. Right? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we were talking about this before, and I, you know, I grew up in the east of London and Hackney, very much in the thick of the city. I'd say I'm not that adventurous okay. when I travel. I'm not that planned either. Like I've had, I've had some trips where I've booked different nights in different locations. I haven't had much luggage with me, and I've just wanted to explore. But on the most part, when I think back to most of the trips I've had to date. A lot of the time I've had like the Airbnb and the hotel okay. sorted out. Okay. And I generally know what I'm doing on that trip. So if you go for, say, 10 days. Yeah. You've got your flight booked. You've right. got your accommodation for the whole trip. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. For 10 days, I would say yes. Yeah. Fact, and you, yeah. And you're what? You're going, you're staying at one place or you're moving around or generally? I think, I'd say if it's a long haul trip, then yeah. I would probably move around. So okay. I'd stay maybe three or four days in one location and then the rest of the trip in another location. Yeah, yeah. If I was away for, for two weeks, then I would go from place to place. Okay. I, think my, I mean, my longest trip to date was in California. I spent three months in California. 
I spent a lot of that time in Los Angeles and then the rest of it was traveling around California because okay. there's just so much to explore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was all kind of planned, planned in. Yeah, it was yeah. all planned and three days here, seven days here, five days here. And, okay. and that just made it easier, I'd say. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's probably just me just being cautious. Growing yeah. up in the city, you know, yeah. I think I was just kind of like, oh, you know, I prefer everything to be lined up. Yeah. So how much did you travel when you were a kid? When you were young, when you were like, Eight, ten, twelve. You, I, you know what? What was your your world like in that? Were you traveling all, all over London? Were you just in a? Yeah, I didn't travel that much. I I had I had a trip to Frankfurt. Okay. When I was uh, I think seven years old. Okay. <laughs> on, on your own? Or <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, totally. Very adventurous. Totally, yeah. very adventurous. So a trip to Frankfurt. I had a trip to Sri Lanka. Okay. Uh, the first time I went to Sri Lanka, I think the following year. Uh-huh. That was pretty much it. Okay. That was pretty much it. And then a few kind of seaside trips, you know, Great Yarmouth, okay, yeah, South End, yeah. Brighton, but day trips kind of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, kind of day trips and and never really venturing that far out yeah. within the UK uh-huh. in general, and within Europe as a kid. No, I didn't really explore Europe. I only really explored Europe as I kind of got a bit more money in my back pocket mm. as an adult and then started to travel more. But as a kid, yeah, I was very much... My world was quite small, to, yeah. to answer your question. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think so that's... So, what about you? Very similar, actually. Okay, Yeah, right, right. I mean, I was I was born in Birmingham. Yeah. Which is, yeah. if you don't know, it's pretty much as central as you can get within England. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's right. It's in the Midlands. It's right in the middle of England. So yeah. the second city. The right? second. We've, said, we've this, said this before. It's the second this, city. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the earlier podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've confirmed Birmingham, that. London yeah. is number one. Yeah. Birmingham's number it's two. It's the second city. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Be yeah, clear yeah. on that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't upset Nigel. No, no, no. It's a second right? city. It's a second city. Um, and we used to didn't travel much. Didn't travel much okay. as a young person. Yeah. And actually, I think also you've got that sense of when you come from quite a large city. Yeah. Like Birmingham, and definitely, I think it's a thing you, we call people from Birmingham called Bromies. Yeah, <laughs> Bromies are very kind of I think proud of their city, and yeah. almost in the way Londoners are, yeah, think, Well, why do I want to go anywhere? In a sense, certainly, right. that was you know, when I was young, it was like, Well, everything sounds snobby, it does a little bit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of like everything. I mean, Londoners are definitely, snobby yeah, they think, Well, everything's here, where do, why do I need it's to go anywhere? I think a lot of the time, yeah, yeah, and I, I think in Birmingham, it's sort of, Well, you know, everything's, everything's kind of here, and um. Used to go on sort of church trips. Okay. So that yeah, was the thing, you know, right. you'd kind of on the coach with Yeah, on the coach. With a packed lunch. Yeah, exactly with your yeah, packed yeah, lunch. Classic. Yeah, and you'd go to You a cheese and pickle or you a uh, I think my, a ham sandwich or back a cucumber. Then, yeah. Back then I might have been a, a luncheon meat if you're yeah, a lunch meat. Okay, okay, ham or like, luncheon meat. Okay. Yeah. so yeah, you you might go to I guess Western Supermare or Rill, which is in North Wales. Who? Rill, oh. R-H-Y-L. Never been there? No, okay. no, no. Yeah, yeah, Education yeah. a day. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You go to Rill or go to Bognor Regis, which is on oh, the yeah, south Bognor. coast. Yeah. So you used to travel around on that or you'd have school trips. Mm. But again, no real culture of, of travelling as I was as I was growing up. And I was talking to my mum as well about this. Okay, yeah. And I was interested what, in... What did she think about it? What as, did she say about it? Like? Yeah, well, as a as a... Is it a safety thing back then? Or? Um, well, she was. I, I spoke to her about being a child in Jamaica. Yeah. You know, and, and this is now in the fifties. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she said again, you'd have school trips, but you wouldn't really. You know, she was from the country. Mm, right. So you'd maybe go to Kingston, or you'd go to. 
um, Spanish town in Jamaica. Okay. But you wouldn't go to the coast. You'd have maybe a short day trip into town. Nice. Um, and then when she came to the came to England, um, she said for a lot of um, Caribbean people in particular. Yeah. You know, your well, one your priority was paying your bills. Okay. Yeah. So Top your priority, priority was paying your bills. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your priority was um, eating well. Right. Yeah. So yeah. the idea of just the pillars of just you know not just, just survival, but yeah. making sure that the kids prosper. Right? Yeah, and you, you things were difficult, things were hard. So, and I think mm. for certainly for Caribbean people, for African Caribbean people in England, there wasn't the culture of a summer holiday in I the see. same way yeah, that yeah. for for for, in, for white British people, for English people, yeah, there's a real culture of of summer holidays even for working class people potentially without very much money get down to the beach get down to the beach save right. your money for this one and just like you know yeah. just going away for you or know Blackpool, Blackpool or going and to Brighton yeah or yeah to, yeah just the seaside the classic seaside British exactly. seaside trip right yeah yeah so but that that wasn't really in, ingrained in that culture it wasn't at all because you, assimilation was the first thing right yeah, would you say or yeah, yeah you wanted to come here you wanted to est- you didn't have very much money. Things were super tough. Mm. Um, Racism was re- rife. Well, that's the other thing. You know, it was very, very difficult to um, get accommodation in the first place. Okay. So you used to have these signs that said "No blacks, wow. no Irish, no dogs" wow. Wow, 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 wow. on a lot of um, lodging houses. Mm. So and this is the seventies we're talking about. Yeah, well, now, this right? is definitely, definitely the fifties, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. the sixties, yeah. and I think the Race Relations Act was in the. Um, early 70s mm. so i'm assuming that that stamped that out yeah yeah but definitely into you know late 60s wow. you had those signs up and you're just saying reunion you're not wanted here yeah. so obviously then even if you did have the money i'm thinking well are you gonna right well, you're, you're gonna you show up, out yeah you're gonna show up at the seaside looking for a bed and breakfast you're just not gonna get it yeah you feel like a foreigner yeah in your right? own, in, it's your your own, own country. home this is yeah. your home and you feel like a foreigner and I, I mean certainly i'm sure you'd say birmingham england in general, has come a long way from those days. Oh, but absolutely. There's, there's still has, obviously yeah. pockets of, of, of racism. Of racism yeah. right? you know, but so. I think that that stuff definitely influences as you're growing mm. up. Mm. It influences your views on travel. So the when type I was, of traveller you are. The type right? of traveller you are. So I was a very cautious traveller, okay. you know, in sort of my teens. Yeah. Um, now, though. Because now I was thinking, you're, you're a bit of a daredevil, man. Well, you're not skydiving into I'm the not, Grand Canyon. I'm, but, not, I'm, uh, not, I'm not showing up, you know, I don't show up in places but you like without to just, anywhere to sleep. Or right, right. I've okay. generally got, you know, I've got some accommodation. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but you like to go and explore, though, I right? like to go That's and explore, yeah. I, I yeah. very rarely book hotels, well, I never book hotels and flights together. Interesting. I'll fly okay. somewhere, I'll maybe have um, a hotel or a... Uh, hostel or somewhere booked, yeah, um, or an Airbnb or whatever. Two or three nights, yeah. Then okay. we'll travel off somewhere else, mm. and then we'll look around. Nice. Um, so yeah, definitely got more adventurous as I've got Sounds like as I've it. got older. Sounds like you it, know, yeah. but the internet's allowed that to happen. Why? Um, I think we used to, you know, say 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, it was much more difficult to book your accommodation ahead. Right. So I see. Yeah, the chances course. were, you know, you might go to Spain. Yeah. You'd show up in Spain, um, say in Madrid or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or you go to Portugal or something, and you'd have maybe one night's accommodation sorted out, and then you just walk around town finding out where it had rooms, and oh, then just I get see. something. Yeah. You okay, know, yeah, which that's true. which people I think do a lot less now. So in a sense, they explore a lot less in that the tech because. People, you might be fully booked. Whereas back then, the chances of somewhere being fully booked 
probably unlikely. Was unlikely yeah, because yeah, they didn't have right. the internet to, you know, wasn't as available to book it on. Yeah, and now we have Airbnb, we have services like Booking.com, Hotel.com. Yeah. It's just very easy to choose a place, especially if you don't know a city very yeah. well. And they've got the reviews on there. We base got, it on yeah. reviews and we base it on pricing and yeah. maybe we are kind of not necessarily spoiling the travel experience but definitely changing it yeah we? we're changing it right yeah. because we're you know we're, we're we're booking in the usual hotel that has 400 yeah. four five star reviews everyone goes there yeah. and therefore just by um you know just by commonality of that you're you're kind of having a similar experience to other travelers yeah right? absolutely you know, so. yeah and I mean I've had some I've had some wonderful experiences you know back then just showing up in places and, and just that. just walking around and just seeing seeing where you're going to stay tonight right right yeah. and how often do you do that so how often would you you book a flight you've got a couple of trips planned this yeah. year right I, I've yeah, got a yeah, couple I of have. trips planned yeah. this as well how often would you just book a flight stay maybe have your first night covered off yeah and then the rest of the the, the, the holiday you're actually like finding a place to stay uh, or is that... now increasingly not Okay, yeah, fine. increasingly not. Yeah, I yeah. might, I might potentially have if I've got ten days or something. Uh, I'll probably have seven of them booked up, and maybe the last three I haven't sorted out yet. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what happens on the last three. Nice. But if you go back ten years, I potentially have the first couple of nights, and then the other eight are kind of free and open. Because the the other question I guess is like having the confidence as a person of color, as a black traveler. To even do that. Yeah, and right? to know that you'll be able to find somewhere you're going to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you might turn up to a place where actually they're, they're, they're not that hospitable towards people of colour. And that's the that's the last thing yeah. you want, right? Absolutely, so yeah. Is there any real way to... like? Is there a middle ground between being like very adventurous, not planning much, and being very regimented and methodical? Like, is there a middle ground? I'm not sure. I mean, maybe there is. I don't, yeah. How I'm would not, it work, I guess... I'm not yeah. sure. I think there's always going to be that risk there, isn't there? Yeah. You know, when yeah, you haven't yeah. booked something that... Um, I mean, th I think that's why people tend to go for... If you go for a chain hotel... Right. You know, you just... The Holiday Inn. The Holiday the, the Inn. Hilton. Exactly. You're, you're going to get in, yeah, aren't yeah. you? The, International staff who speak English who care not for, you know, what you look like. Yeah, say, in right? general. Yeah, you're going, general. To, you're going to be generally okay. Yeah. You know, if you're going to a pension or a... Okay. You know, yeah, some small... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Or, Mum and pups Airbnb. Yeah, then you don't yeah. you don't really know. You know, I had, a, for instance, I know of somebody had a terrible experience in Toulon, okay, in France, nice. um, who's uh, a black woman who had a with a, a white British husband, right? Uh, and this is a few years ago. We were just going around Toulon, which is in the south of France. Couldn't get anywhere to stay. Wow, just getting turned away everywhere. Oh my goodness! You know, from places that obviously had. Yeah, had space. Despicable. Yeah, just got just got Despicable. turned away. So there's always there's always that risk. I mean, yeah, I've had some. You know, I've been to. I remember going to um, Tangiers. Okay. In uh, Morocco. Yeah. And landing there off the ferry, uh, and actually just having a load of people coming up saying, oh, "You want somewhere to stay?" Yeah, okay. I was really frenetic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll talk about this like being offered time. a camp. Yeah, yeah, it was completely crazy. Yeah. Um, and That's ending up crazy. in somewhere. And it was fine, but yeah. it was it wasn't the cleanest place. Okay. It wasn't, you so know, you took one of their offers. Took one of the like, offers, yes. Yeah, like, some oh, guy said, enough. "Yeah, yeah, I'll run a, you know, yeah, run, yeah. A, run a." Now that is adventurous. Yeah, yes. and it was, you know, <laughs> see, I wouldn't do that. So <laughs> you wouldn't. I'd be no, no, I'd be like, best of luck, mate. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just wouldn't feel comfortable. I mean, doing it was all right. Yeah. I think it was safe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, we, you know, nothing happened in the end. Right. Stayed one night. 
you know, and then went off somewhere else and had some wonderful experiences in Morocco. Been to Morocco a load of times. Absolutely love the country. Yeah. Um, so is it fair to say that there are some locations where you can get away with it, maybe? Where you can be a little bit more adventurous than, than you usually would? And some locations which maybe just, you know, find out more about the city and the location first and then look to explore so you are safe. Because if you're going to the, you know, the, the remotest part of town... Yeah there's always that feeling of uncertainty in general and then layered on top of that is like I say being a black person being a person of colour maybe there's you know there's always that concern too right I mean I say always do your research you know always ahead of time you know even if I'm going somewhere and I'm going to uh, just explore a little bit. I'll always do my research ahead of time. I How always, do you do your research? Uh, what, what, what do you check up on? I mean, I, I look, I do a lot of online searching on um, safety. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I look around at stuff, resources on the experience of, for travellers of colour, which is, is a bit, thin, it's a bit yeah. thin on the ground. That's why we're that, here. That's what, oh, yeah, that's, that's it. Why we're just here. That's why we're here. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's very that's little of that. And, and that's exactly what we're trying to do. Yeah. We're trying to be, you know, yeah, be able yeah, to yeah. provide that resource so you get that sense of, I'm going here. You know, what's it going to be like? We spoke about this before. You know, I don't just jet off somewhere or get a train <laughs> somewhere. Just yeah. um, Because of that? Just thinking, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm always thinking, mind, what, right? yeah, what is that experience going to mm. be like? What's my reception going to be like? You know, am I going to be welcomed? Am I going to be stared at a lot? Am I, uh, are people going to be really nasty to me or are they going to be generally welcoming? You know, I just Always want that a bit concern, of, isn't it? it it's a ha- it's pain. It has to be, you know. You, Black Pete's not helping, Black of course. Pete, Black Pete isn't helping. I thought, we was, all, I thought we were staying bruv. up this time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is not great. This is not great. It's not great. It's yeah. not great. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, no, yeah, more no more Black, Black Pete. Pete. Thank you very no much. No more Black Pete. Sheesh. But um, yeah, I think it's all, yeah, you do your research. It's, it's always yeah. a concern. Uh, but we should be we should be allowed to be adventurous yeah right and I think that's the point as well that we shouldn't have apart from the general feeling of am I safe or am I not safe which is always a question that you ask yourself I think there is a a privilege that we should have as people of colour to just travel freely and safely yeah absolutely and actually you know in in the end you've you've worked hard for your money you've earned your money thank you You've only got so much leisure time. Preach. Yeah. Absolutely. You've only got so much leisure time. You've Absolutely. only got so much time you can take off. Mm, mm. Why on earth yeah. would you want to go somewhere Absolutely. where you won't be appreciated, you won't be accepted, you'll be treated rudely. No thanks. You won't be served well. No thanks. Why, why would you want to go I wouldn't, there? Yeah, I'd, you know, and I would not. Yeah. So it's interesting because you're into yeah. this thing of, you know, when I was... Uh, when I was younger, it was that sense of as, as people of colour, you want to change people's attitudes, you want to be accepted, you want to, you know, and I think we'll get into this another time, you know, you're yeah, kind yeah, of in yeah, a way yeah. on your best behaviour, aren't you? Because there's these stereotypes Always. about black people, people of colour, black so, men. How we speak, how what we, we speak, do, yeah. what we wear. You don't want to upset, you don't want to be an angry black man, Frank. Be the worst thing ever. Yeah, you don't want to be Right? That. You don't yeah. want to disagree yeah, yeah. <laughs> and raise your voice. Yeah, because, because you, then you're, you come across as aggressive yeah, and maybe violent in exactly. some instances. But there you go. When all you've done is what somebody else might be able to do mm. without that, that, you know, that perception being Exactly. exactly. You know, so it's, Always a concern. Yeah, right? so you sort of brought up with that idea of tr- trying to be accepted, trying to change people's attitudes. But then yeah. maybe there's something here where we're thinking, you know what? Have be your you, true self. Yeah, be your true self. If you want to right. have that attitude, you be have you. that attitude. I'm just not going there. You be you. Right, yeah. yeah. You just you you be the person that you want to be. Yeah. 
you know, you should be able to travel to an environment without prejudice. Yeah. You know, without being stared at, without going through these kind of the, these list of issues, and yeah, I, I think you're right. I've definitely gone to you know certain locations where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out to the city now. I'm going to put a shirt on as opposed to a t-shirt, yeah, because I'm really concerned about how I'm going to be viewed Pursued, and how yeah. I'm going to be treated, how I'm going to be perceived. I'm gonna, I want to sit down in a restaurant and and get great service. Yeah. I don't want people to. But you think, feel that you've got to make more of an effort. I've got to make to more of an that. effort. I've got to like layer it yeah. on thick, yeah. <laughs> just to get the same level yeah. of respect. In some instances, yeah. it definitely isn't always the case. Yeah. But I think it's just something that we want to talk about more. Yeah, but Frank, so you're doing that, yeah, potentially sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the answer to this. Should we be doing that, or should we be saying, "Look, I'm not even. If I know that a pl- I have to do that, yeah, I'm not going to spend my money there." I, you, you know, know I'm just not exactly. You know, so it's, it's interesting because exactly. And a long time ago, I would have said, "Well, yeah, but I still want to go to that place." Yeah. These days, I agree with you, mate. Yeah. So you're like, <laughs> I'd be like, "Well, look, if you're if you're not gonna bother to give me great service or treat me with respect, in fact, that is just yeah. like a, a, a base kind of pillar, right? It's a foundation. Then why am I gonna invest? Yeah. In this institution, yeah. in this location, whatever it is, this country, this economy. I'm yeah. not, quite frankly. Mm. I'm not. So it just doesn't make sense, no. as you say. You know, you know, working hard to to take a trip and it's a holiday, yeah. right? So I just want to just chill out and have some great food and watch some great sunsets, and yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Right? And I was it's reading some deal, stuff so. about um, some academic research about, yeah, you know, sort of meaning of of holiday and vacation and what it is. Mm. You know, and it's you know some of the some of the meanings around that are about us being able to throw off some of the sort of negative uh, things that happen to us during our day-to-day life, forget about those, yeah. you know, take on a new identity, be free, you know, go away for a week, forget your troubles. Right. But right. if you're going away for a week and you get in there and then you're getting a load of oh, grief oh, from man. people, well, what, you know, why yeah. would you want to do that? It's you know, a hedonic treadmill, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you might as well just stay at home. And your say, joy normalises straight yeah. away. It's like, no, thank you. So, yeah, I think yeah. there's definitely something there. It's interesting, you yeah. know, the, the idea that, yeah, maybe we're. It might be something about getting a little bit older. It might be something. That, I'm not sure what it is, but it's just yeah, that sense of. You know, why do you want to go somewhere where you're not going to be valued? You're yeah. not going to be accepted. Why is it? Why is the onus on us to I'm change what? people's attitudes? Yeah, and it'd be nice to get some other perspectives it on, would, on this as well. And you know, would love to hear from. The, the, the experience of being a woman uh, oh, as a traveller. Right. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I, th- yeah. I think we, we've got privilege to, to uh, as much as we are men of colour, because we are men, I think sometimes it's easy uh, easier for us to travel in certain locations. Yeah, definitely. Whereas as a, as a woman, I think there's there's an additional layer of concern um, for, for safety. Yeah. You know, yeah. that you just don't want to be troubled sometimes. And I'd love to hear from some, some travellers who are women to, to get some perspective. And we'll, we'll definitely try to... Uh, bring that perspective onto the podcast later this year via an interview. Yeah. So the okay. moral of the story is you're quite adventurous, actually. Ish. Yeah, I'm quite adventurous. Okay. Not quite Ish. as adventurous as you know that friend I mentioned who'll just show up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, he'll show up in somewhere in South America, right? Central yeah, yeah. America, and then just see what happens. So you're not MacGyver. No, but uh, <laughs> you're somewhere in between. Yeah, I'm relatively. I'm adventurous. still coming out my shell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still wearing a shirt at the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. And I need to work yeah. on that. Do you know what you should do, though, Frank? Yeah. Your next, maybe your next vacation, yeah, your next yeah, holiday. Yeah. You should just say, okay, you know what? 
Well, don't bl- by the way, don't blame me if this goes horribly <laughs> wrong. But I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. New York's the next location. Is it? Okay, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a business trip. Okay, yeah. so maybe I don't know if it works there, but yeah. maybe do a couple of days. I'm gonna book two days. Yeah. Maybe book three, and then the rest of it, I'm gonna see what happens. I'm gonna see. I'm what gonna happens. see what happens. I'm gonna show up with <laughs> my, my bag. I, I got anxiety it. attacks already. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, so, you know, um, just yeah, it's, live yeah, freely. Yeah, right? live freely. Just experiment freely. with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- yeah. We can get into patterns, can't we, where we do things and maybe we don't even realise what's underpinning what you know what it is we do and the choices yeah. we make and the and way we behave. You know? It's a great point and it's worth thinking about, right? Yeah, I think What so. has made you the traveller you are yeah, today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what experiences, albeit when you were growing up or some of your early travel experiences, is that something to just really analyse? Just take, take a step back and think about, you know, how is that affecting... The, the, the trips that you're having in a positive or a negative way yeah right? so, 100% 100% man well look it's a lot of stuff it I know yeah. I know we did well look this has been a great episode and safe travels everyone safe travels <laughs>